It's been a few days. I've missed you. I know it's been a, a couple weeks, right? It's been a time because we were running, you know, through them there for a little bit, and at some point we'll catch up to, uh, you know, uh, current events. Yes, <laughs> but, at some uh, at some time. So, um, so welcome everybody. Um, I'm Yvonne Lorcan. I'm a wine writer, and my partner in crime. I'm Daniel Brennan, and I'm a winemaker. And we just decided that we would. Um, have a little huddle over a microphone and a and a couple of cups of coffee and the odd glass of wine and try and solve the the, the problems of the world. Certainly the problems of Hastings, yes. if anything. Which is where we live in yeah. Hawke's Bay in New Zealand. If you're listening from overseas. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, what's happening? You well? You good? I'm well. I've got a lot tanned. to talk about. I've I've been. Uh, you know, we finally got the the pool. You know, after the terrible summer we've had, uh, we the pool is open, and I'm pool dad. You're a pool dad. I'm getting the pool. It's sunny out. You know, <laughs> been taking care of this fucking thing all summer. <laughs> Dumping so much money, and you have no idea. I'm getting that chlorine. You get in there. better swim. Actually, I've converted to salt. Oh, sorry, salt. Yeah, so it's. Uh, just feels luxurious when you're in there mm. uh but yeah 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 i've been doing that and uh what else uh i got married over the break <laughs> that was oh a little bit of a God, surprise yeah could, no but you oh yeah, dear, yeah this is so bad i seriously i'm senile i knew you were gonna get oh, it yeah, you yeah. did mention it well, and it was I a little forgot. bit short notice. Not like uh, we were talking about it for a year. It's not like invited which, me or anything. Yeah, sorry, sorry. But in the uh, the few weeks that we planned it, um, it was uh, quite quite a. We had my parents in town. We surprised them and just did it real quick. How and sweet. Had a very small little thing out in Waimarama. We caught the break in the torrential downpour a couple Saturdays ago. Magical. So it was Magical it was luck. it was pretty cool. So uh, yeah. I'd like to say I got some sun that day, but I didn't. Uh, but yeah, it all worked out. Very cool. So you're you're a um, you're legal. You're you're together. You made you're, an honest woman out of her after made... ten years and two kids. <laughs> it's like, but that's what happened with us. We got we got the two kids, then the mortgage, and then we decided, what the hell? You know, yeah. let's spend another twenty grand on a big party. It's really my ploy to be married. able to go do a vintage in Italy someday. Huh. So okay. we got to get the paperwork done here first. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yes, romantic. Fabulous. Yes. Um, so right. yeah, there's I got heaps of stuff to talk about. Uh, came Great. up over the last couple of weeks, so um, let's roar into it then. Yeah, so Goodfoot. Yeah. Uh, I think this is now again. We're not do up we to want current event. Do we want a Goodfoot first, and then and then and then culture wars? Uh, yeah, I've got a few of that type of stuff, okay. uh, and then I've got a. a, a you question. choose what to do first. Well, I just I think we're behind the schedule because yep. one of the things that popped up was that. But it's still happening is the egg shortage in in uh, New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we have some friends with chickens and stuff. But uh, the big talk was that the kiwi bird had laid an egg during the egg shortage down in Wellington. And uh, I was like, it's the first egg it's ever been laid at this Wellington place and everything. It, so it is exciting when a kiwi lays an egg. Everybody was like, oh, what a legend. You know, just knew about the shortage. Well, you know the, about the conspiracy theories that are going on about the, the egg shortage. And it all started in America, as mm-hmm. they always seem to do, sure. with a couple of massive chicken farms going up in flames in just really recently coinciding with mm. the, the egg shortage. And then in New Zealand, in the Waikato, one of New Zealand's biggest chicken farms, egg yeah. farms, up in smoke. Sounds like an insurance job, though. Uh, crazy. And then the cruise ships. Hear about the cruise ships coming in and the staff getting off the ships and, and going to the supermarkets in Napier oh. and buying all the eggs uh, and taking them back to the ship. Bastards. <gasps> Bastard people. Bastard people. And you're only allowed six. If you do find eggs in the supermarket, you're only allowed six, apparently. Yeah, I've seen that sign mm. there. But, look, you know, we got some... You know, crust, crunchy friends who uh, have chickens. We had chickens before, but mm. um, so anyway, wine's always a good swap for anything. So, True. what do you reckon? A bottle of wine for a dozen eggs? That's mm, yeah. In this in this market. In this market, yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd need a tray for yeah. Yes. Um, so else? yeah, there's that's going on. Um, I just have written here balloons and whirlpools. 
because uh, there's shit going on in the world, like um, balloons. The, the Chinese balloons? Balloons hovering over <laughs> South America and North America. It's, I'm sure, you know, they shot the thing down, didn't they? In a, Must have been the coolest, like, F-16 yeah. uh mission of all time just like you know it's not going to shoot back at you no you know you just blow this thing imagine up if they missed or she not sure who the pilot was but imagine if they missed yeah it's a big balloon you'd mm. think if you if you aren't skilled enough what i think it's just going to be a weather balloon i don't think so you um, think but it's something deeper and darker i think it's something dumber you know mm. like probably is some you know okay. um, i'm not sure but if you have you been to china never uh there's a lot of um surveillance there <laughs> i've been there so i'm told i've been there for a few weeks and uh i was kind of watched the entire time i you was felt there surveilled. i was definitely surveilled unveiled and surveilled um i'm gonna ask friends of mine that i know have spent time in china and go there regularly whether they feel the same no, yeah he's probably you get them. used to it just like everything else oh. hmm. but i definitely remember being there and at night like i'm like this place is locked down there okay. is like couple areas where you're allowed to go and have you know some noodles and drinks and stuff and it's kind of fun and then there's other places like you just can't be on the street you can't be doing nothing it's a strange place whirlpools was that the other one a whirlpool What's all right so that? maybe you can pull this up on oh. uh on the the uh the news the, the youtubes or something but yeah. did you see this whirlpool thing in the sky above hawaii well i'm okay you I'm going YouTube Whirlpool. Or just do Google search and, and just do Whirlpool over Hawaii or something like that. Whirlpool in ocean? No, Whirlpool in the sky. Maybe try that. Uh, in the sky. Hawaii. Oh, here we yeah, go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so look at this shit. Which one? This one That here? Guardian one is fine, too. But, okay. Um, so, I'm going to make it big. Uh, Get gonna, rid of the ads. Yeah. Oh, sorry about the ads, yeah, guys. That's, sorry. It's, oh, oh, okay. Um, so look at oh, this. That That's a real, a real thing? thing. That's a real thing. Um, and wow. Uh, of course, now you talk about why the conspiracy theories start in America. I mean, geez, look at that. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, sped up a little bit, I think. But um, a lot of people expanded as it moves across the sky. Look at that. <gasps> is that crazy or what? What? Why did I not know that? I. <laughs> Because you're not on the same 4chan sites as me. I'm not you know? on any 4chan sites. <laughs> you're not into the deep I'm, web. I'm missing out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm missing out. Oh, no. No, it was fairly... But this is the weirdest thing about the times we live in. Like, it was out there. I mean, it's on The Guardian, you know? It's the New York Times. Like, it's... But it's just like... The What's next your theory day, on it? The next day... It, well, supposedly, it was something to do with uh, the rocket launch. You probably still got an ad going there in the oh, background. okay. Um... Uh, I, th I th they they sort of said, oh yeah, this is when something with Starlink and when a rocket mm. does this, uh, it lets off fuel and then it does. <sighs> My this. eyes are glazing over. And you're you're like, y yeah. And I like to follow the rocket stuff and all that. I'm, I've always been interested in that since I was a kid. But I'm, I was even like, mm, uh, sounds a little weird, you know. Bit far fetched. The the, uh, the conspiracy theorists are like, they're just gonna keep speckling this stuff in until ev eventually they're like oh and then here's the aliens you know <laughs> hola <laughs> to the aliens Any, what, what else have you got is that your uh, I don't know I don't know what this falls under uh, okay. certain categories but I did um, receive word yes this is uh, I can't prove this uh, <laughs> where is this going so uh, a, a woman who works with us uh -huh. Her ex-husband yes. is very well connected. He does a lot of stuff with big corporations and is apparently friends with our now ex-prime minister. Oh, yes. Right? Jacinda. Jacinda. Jacinda Ardern, yes. Yes. We haven't forgot about her yet, have no, we? No, never will. So apparently after the uh, – she had an interesting week, probably the, the week we were off. That was that about mm. two weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About four so um, apparently she did a getaway and stayed in his house somewhere in Hawke's Bay. Right. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you come to Hawke's Bay after you've after you've resigned from being the, you know, the leader of a country? Yeah. And you just want to take some time out. You just want to, you know, escape. You'd come to Hawke's Bay. Now, rumor has it, <laughs> a 
bottle of the Junta Crunchy Red was in the fridge. Your wine. My wine. And she sent him a text and said, I love this wine. And who is this? What is this? And I said, oh, my... But again, I'm like, I get this information. I'm like, what the fuck can I do with that? I can't do anything with that. I can't tweet that. Nobody would believe me. I you believe know? you. Yeah, I mean, you believe me, but I'm like, you know, it's just like, Be oh. different or shaded. I mean, you could message uh, totally. her and say, look, Jacinda, um, I heard you like my wine. <laughs> uh, it was in the fridge. I didn't put it there on purpose. It was no, just it there. No, it is. It's chilled you know, red. And you it's know? chilled. It's designed. I hear you like it. Do us a solid. And yeah. maybe, you know. Tweet your tweet your tasting notes. Come on, do me something. You never here, know. You know. She, she might. Yeah, I guess she you, you she'd be on Twitter, right? You can't yeah. not. I mean, you have to ask. If you don't ask, you don't get. Mm. That's well, I one asked of my through the channel, but I didn't ask directly mm. on. I even thought that seemed a little weird to ask in a public forum, like, "Hey, I heard." Slide you, up in her DMs. Yeah, I could slide <laughs> up. She, I, she probably has me on her DMs. That's a good plan. But it did remind me of another thing yeah. that was very New Zealand that happened to me. So now I have that connection to okay, a prime minister, mm-hmm. um, a former prime minister. When I, fr- I was literally in New Zealand about three months, and I was working at uh, Vital in the restaurant there. And, uh, or Vidal, as some Vidal, Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> um, they, uh, I show up for work one day, like five in the afternoon. And they say, oh, you're going to be in this sidebar, you know, this room that has a bar and there's an event in there mm-hmm. for a labor party and you're going to bartend and this and that. And the prime minister is going to show up at 630. And I was what would you just say? And the, the prime, prime minister. minister of New Zealand? And they're like, yeah, Helen Clark's going to be here. She's going to speak for, I can't even remember who was the. 15 years ago it would have been. Yeah, I, yeah it, I can't remember who the, no, I remember that it was, mm. she was the prime minister. <laughs> I at least knew that much about New Zealand. Uh, but I I didn't know who she was supporting. I think it was must have been the Hastings candidate for Labour at the time, which I have no idea who it is now. Um, and, uh, yeah, she just rocked up. There was one police car out front, yeah. and she ended up having dinner in the restaurant, and I thought, well, this country's a little different than mine. It's totally different. You can be the prime minister and walk around and, and go to a winery and have some dinner and yeah. go to the supermarket I mean, and get your groceries. And this, people just go, oh. I would th- even think in the UK or some countries in Europe, but cer- certainly in the US, like I would have been vetted a month before or, you know, they would have yeah. had my whole background. I probably, knowing my, I would not have been bartending that night if they knew. <laughs> <laughs> they and actually did. Any, was in the building. If they had any kind of research done. <laughs> Um, Not so in New Zealand. No. You know, people will just kind of go. If you're like a really famous person, people will sort of, they might see you in the street or see you out, you know, out and about. And they'll go, hey, and they'll say to their mates, hey, guess what? That's old, that's old um, Madonna. Yeah. And um, and they'll they'll go, really? Yeah, yeah, it's Madonna, bro. Oh, Oh, she's pretty great. Oh, yeah. And they might raise the eyebrows at you. Uh, They might go, Madonna. mm. I mean, that's extreme. I mean, yeah. ha- having said that, I do remember that Bieber was m- kind of... Um, Bieber, nice. Bieber was m- not mugged, but, you know, like, there was a throng of young, young yeah, girls. Yeah, that's different, when, though, when young, That was young different. Girls, you young, young pop stars, different. But Teeny if bopper. you're super famous, people tend to go, oh, sure, you know, that's that's them. Well, but they won't... Mm. It's it's kind of uncool to go I, up and... I agree, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, there's the odd time where... Do you know what? I've been in, this is my privilege, I've been in the Coro Lounge at, oh, at yes. various airports yes. and, you know, I might have seen Jacinda or, you know, someone famous and, I'm, and I've really been tempted to go up and say, can I have a selfie mm. with you? But I haven't yeah, because yeah, I've just been a little a bit move. too uncool. But I've definitely seen some. I don't mind some, it, I think people should, you know, if people do, that's fine. I've paid, I'm about to pay for Coro again on this trip because I can bring as much wine as I want in my luggage. So it's either pay for that or actually pay more to have it shipped. Huh. So that's my privilege as it's, well. It's kind of like the the Koru Lounge is, the, is New Zealand's kind of airport lounge where mm. the the duchesses and duchesses <laughs> uh, brush up against each oh, other. Let's move along okay. from from that little um, chestnut, mm-hmm. and we'll be right back. Howdy everyone, I'm Yvonne Lorcan, the co-founder and chief tasting officer for Wine Friend, the best subscription service for wine in the land. And it's the best because my team and I hunt high and low to find amazing, interesting wines that we match to your individual taste buds. 
and then we deliver them to your door at a price and frequency that suits you. Now, we know you want to try new wines, but we also know it's really hard to break free from those boring, safe, same olds from the supermarket. And it sucks when you spend good money on something new, but it doesn't taste great to you. Because everyone tastes wine differently, right? So we take the hassle and guesswork away, because if we know how your taste buds work, then you can trust us to go away and find great wines just for you. It's easy. Just go to winefriend.co.nz, click on Get Started to answer a few fun questions about your taste preferences, choose one of our three awesome plans, your combo of reds and whites, and how often you'd like them delivered, and then sit back and wait for a whole new world of wine to open up. They're wines from all over the world. They're wines that I personally really love, and they're wines that you're not going to find in your average supermarket. Plus, each bottle comes with a neck tag written by moi with handy notes that'll impress your friends. Our plans are totally flexible, you're not locked into anything, and you can buy more of the wines that you love with a simple tap or a click. Just use the promo code Yvonne, that's Y-V-O-N-N-E, for 24% off your first subscription case. So become a wine friend and we'll all live happily ever after. Cheers. And now we're back. Anything else you want to add? I got heaps of stuff. You got heaps of stuff. Well, no, I've got one little thing because you know how last episode, no, back in episode two, I asked you about the red cups thing in the States. And um, which has just been posted on our Instagram account. Please follow us on the Insta. Definitely on the Insta, YND podcast. Um, Today I've got another why question for you. I'm pretty sure you're not going to be able to answer this, but I'm going to give it a stab anyway. So why is it that on American TV or movies, no one ever locks their car or even takes the keys out of the ignition? You know, you see people pull up, Mm. you know... Aaron's in the in the studio. He's nodding his head. He knows. You know, you, when you watch some uh, a movie and so you pull up in the car and you leap out or you you know to go and do something, they just they literally just shut the door mm. and walk away. There's never no one ever goes beep beep. With the the well, only no thing one. I thought of that was the movie Friday when uh, he has that real shitty car and it oh. pulls up and it's still running and he can't barely get the door shut and then he finally gets the door shut. And That's goes, different. Beep, beep. That's, That's the only time exception. I remember. Yeah, because yeah, I think. That was like a you know the the butt of the joke there, but is um, it a thing just for the movies and TV, or do people in America just not lock their cars? There's heaps of stuff. I think they've tried to get more more realistic with even driving the car, and I've kind of noticed that in more recent years. Okay, um, but uh, I'm going to pay attention to that Does a little more. Him. I could I, I I sort of know what you're saying because I can't actually think of anybody being like, but you know, it's all about wasted time and stuff like that unless it has like part of the plot the director is not going to show it you know what i mean and so instead it does the opposite it takes your head out of it you go lock your fucking car lock you know? your fucking car mm. we should have said in the beginning of this episode that um if you do have young young ones in the car or with you at the moment and you you may hear the odd um the odd f word Sorry. c word b word s word whatever all the words possibly maybe yeah, if your kids are listening to a podcast about wine, then... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, good foot, though. Good foot, though. Um, I just read in the paper something really kind of interesting. It's a win for the environment. There's a Finnish scientist who's also a scuba fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's figured out a way to turn this really horrible algal bloom that they've that has kind of invaded the, the ocean mm. in her part of the, the world. Um, she's turned out to she's figured out how to turn the algal bloom into um, kind of a f- um, faux plastic thing that you can then use oh, yeah. in stuff, you know, cool. instead of plastic. So, um, you know, I guess like algal blooms are like you know what happens when when volcanoes erupt and there's like an ash cloud and everything underneath it doesn't grow because it's dark. Mm. And, you know, mm. algal blooms are like that; they kill the the sea yeah, life yeah, and totally. stuff, they're awful things. But if you can harvest that bloom and turn it into... Um, something. Something, you know, um, to replace petroleum-based chemicals, um, this this does it, which I thought was really cool. So yay, yay Finland. Hopefully we see more of that. Yeah, mm. I feel like mm. Finland, Finland's got a great prime minister too, don't they? Finland has a fantastic prime minister. Um, she's fun. She's great. Mm. Very, um, very switched on. Mm. Very, um, she doesn't take any shit. Um... I saw a great movie. Oh. Banshees of Inisherin. Have you seen it? I just talked to, like, my, he's like a brother to me, my Tommy back home. He uh, was in the band that I managed and everything. I just talked to him, and he was telling me 
He's still so digesting great. it. He's like, it's like it's a different kind of movie. It's a different movie. So Banshees of Inisherin, if you haven't heard, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, and the two of them, I um, I love them as a couple. You know, they mm. were in my one of my favorite in movies in Bruges. You know, these kind of hit, bumbling hitmen. Um, so you know, they're on this remote island off of Ireland in the early part of last century. That's you know these two. Two guys have been friends forever, and then one decides he doesn't want to be his friend anymore, and the other one can't figure out why. Does everything to kind of get the friendship back on track again. Okay, don't it, no spoilers. No, no, no. I'm not going to spoil it. Does it? And it's just these really kind of gruesome consequences mm, that occur. Mm. But it's funny. Mm. It's super funny. And well, they're funny. Those two. Oh, uh, it's yeah. funny and it's like heartwarming and it's very much kind Plus, of Colin bro can, love. Can do this with his. He squints nicely, he, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's handsome. You know, he's yeah. got good good bone structure. Mm, mm. He does whiskers quite well too. He does yeah. good good whisker yeah. action. Anyway, so that was that was kind of my. I like those two things. Yeah, no, I want to check that movie out. Yeah, check out um, the movie and, and check out the finish. Um, I just Bloom and I heard about another movie thing. that I'm going to watch called Vengeance. I think it's called Vengeance. Don't say it's about like you know werewolves and no no, and no 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 it's nothing like oh, that okay. it is um, the guy believe it or not who was on the American version of The Office and he was in uh, he was just kind of one of the side characters pretty funny guy smart guy went to Yale like in real life went to mm. Yale and uh, he was also in Inglorious Bastards he was part oh. of the, uh, the what was the group of guys that Brad Pitt was running that was know, it the guy that was also in The Hangover. Uh, no, I don't think so. Got the Mike Tyson tattoo? No, 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 not different guy. Yeah, he was. No, no, this is. uh, um, Anyway, anyway, he has written and directed a few things recently, and also starred in. He had a TV show that um, was pretty interesting. It it, it was, I think, it was on Apple TV or one of those streaming ones where he like sort of it was a reoccurring thing with an uncomfortable subject and. Um, and so he's kind of funny, witty, but man, this this one I'm hearing good things about. And it's so. a Netflix thing or a big um, screen thing? I think it was had a regular release, but very briefly, and now okay. it's you stream it. You can stream okay. it. I, I checked it out. So gonna do it. I like this guy. Uh, I like what he's done so far. So I'm looking forward to okay. seeing it again. It's apparently, it makes you think. You know. Hmm. Gosh, I like I like something that makes me think. Um, Last of Us. I've been watching The Last of Us. Which on one's Netflix, that again? You know, it's the um, the kind of post-apocalyptic, um, uh. you know, fungus that turns people into zombies. Anyway, won't. Um, <laughs> so, speaking of um, fungus, well, not really fungus, in fact, changing the subject. Let's change in, it. Entirely. Mm. Uh, so, into our kind of fails for um, the week. Well, it's been, you know, the last couple of weeks, because I haven't seen you. Mm, there's probably um, huge of fails. Last time we were chatting, we, were, we established that we equally gave... Wine aerators, wine yeah. yoga, and wine t-shirts, the side eye. Like we weren't, we we just equally didn't like them. And today, I'm having this kind of love it, hate it tussle with um, this gadget. It's a glass holder for the shower. Oh, where is it? Turn Are you it not connected? Oh, no, no, go. no. Here yeah. we go. So I saw this thing touted as oh gosh. Uh, glass holder. It's a glass holder. I saw that it, you know it's on Wirecutter, right? Which is um, you know the product recommendation site on the New York Times, and you know journalists do this research and and they do all these sort of over the top testing. And they said that this thing is one of their top ten gadgets, right? So it's a silicone stick-on contraption that you can see right there, and you can. Um, you put your wine glass into it. They said it's for the shower sommelier. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of infuriating. They kind of said, you know, um, that it's a bit silly to have a waterproof, I mean, to have a, a waterproof holder for your stemware for the bath or the shower. But they said there's nothing quite like shower sauvignon. And I beg to differ. I don't think it's a great thing. I mean, I don't know, Dan, how long you spend in the shower, but me personally, even even on a hair wash leg shave day, mm. it would be less than 10 minutes. 
right? If it's any more That's than efficient. if it's any more than ten minutes, <laughs> ten minutes is a long time. I, I come know. from this. I I'm come quick, from the. Right? Yeah, you yeah. know, my father was like, "They want that hot water." Mm. You know, get in, get out. You know, so I'm like, hand wash, leg shave. Um, plus, there's the risk of knocking the glass with your elbows and stuff when you're in the shower and you're washing hair and you're doing your stuff. You know, you could knock that thing. There's a lot of. I'm well, gonna ju- I, I can, flap around. No, a I could. Bit. I could judge, um, and I'm just like, do you really need it like that? Do you, no, well, that's the thing. Do you? Can you go for ten minutes without? Having now a that glass said, of wine? during harvest, long days, mm. eighteen hour day. Mm. You know, I've had a twenty one hour day before. You know, where you just keep picking and pick, you know, fruit mm. keeps coming and stuff. There is something that uh, I do, and it's called a shower beer. Oh, that's, that's different. Now, yeah, okay. Okay, my husband has shower beers occasionally as well. And I, I kind of get that only mm. because if it's a shower wine, like, you know, there's a, it's a big wide opening there. You could get water drops yeah. in there. Soap. You could get shower foam. I mean, shampoo foam. And the shower beer soap. is like up somewhere. Yeah, and it's a so. little, it's in a bottle, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. So you, nothing's going to get in there. You know, no stray hairs or bits of exfoliant are mm. going to get down the neck of that thing. You know, bath may be a little bit different. Bits um, of exfoliant. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking <laughs> Well, you know, they use all sorts of stuff in that, you know, microplastics. Yeah. Um, or maybe, okay, if you're on a boat, if you're on a boat and it's kind of rocky and, you know, you could stick the the holder to the side of the boat, put mm. the glass in. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure there's, there's, there's plenty there of gadgets like so that. Anyway, yeah. That's the thing that I'm not really dealing with very well. Yeah, well, the, the picture um, is like a little infuriating. It's like, oh. And, but there's, there's colors. Like, there's pink, but there's gray, and there's other Did colors. you have uh, the Calgon ad when you were little? There's a big ad in, in, like, the 80s, and it'd be like a mother with six kids running around and this and that, and then it was some kind of, like, bath soap. Maybe it was a bath salt, but I think it was, like, a soap. How is it spelled? The, I think C-A-L-G-O-N, and it was, like, Calgon, take me away. I go ahead, search for it. I guarantee you'll still pop up. And it was like, it was a commercial series, and then like at the you know, towards the end of the commercial, it'd be like, uh, like laying back in the bathtub, uh, and Calgon. it was a big ad. It stuck. I mean, I it wasn't a product for me, and I remember it. You know what I mean? Never heard of it. Yeah. Never heard of it in New Zealand, anyway. Yeah. So that's um, pulling back the curtain. Uh, well, I kind of this no, is. Do we uh, have one this week? I. I don't, but I have a little bit of a, maybe it's a wine fail as well. And it's this new term that has come out in the, um, the new, what is it? The wine dictionary or wine, uh, every year comes out. There's like a terminology and wine definition. Like a thesaurus glossary. Yeah. Yeah. Is the one that comes out every year? I think so. Or at least it gets updated every couple of years. So there's a new one. uh, And listen, we have... (laughs) We have a tough enough job making wine seem cool, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they've come up with this new word that a lot of the Psalms are starting to use, which is... What is it? Homoclime. H-O-M-O-C-L-I-M-E, which is, I guess, short for, like, homogenous, homogenous climate. climate. I get it. Homoclime. Yeah. So what does that have to do with... Well, it's a geogra- geographical term okay. uh, for a similar climate. So like, oh, yes. okay. you know, Hawke's Bay yes. would be a mm. homoclime to Bordeaux or something like that, maybe. Huh. And, um, <laughs> you know, like we don't have enough trouble attracting men to the wine thing, even though a lot of them do kind of come our way when yeah, they yeah, turn yeah. 50, you know. Um, but... It's just not a cool term. <laughs> it's just, yeah. why can't you just say... Yeah, it's a similar, similar climate. To yeah. A similar yeah. climate to Bordeaux or similar climate to California or some... I don't understand why. Unnecessary. Mm. Unnecessary. Doesn't scan well. Looks weird. Sounds like... Um, it just sounds confusing. Yeah. You know, if you weren't... I mean, if you were deep in wine... And you kind of—I don't even know the conversations that you'd be having to even bring that up. So I'm not—I'm not, I'm not going to be using at, that Next word. time you're at your fine dining <laughs> restaurant, and you say, "What's a similar homoclime to this region?" Homoclime. Uh, think about that one. I'll so, think about it. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, moving right along. I have a a big question I want to pose to our uh, maybe our email folks okay. but we could start to discuss right now 
and it is um, a theory I have that I'm going to say that the best cocktail in the world, worldwide, yes, cocktail, mm-hmm. and it ha- fitting a lot of different definitions for me. Okay, I'm waiting. Is the margarita? Because, like, whether you like it or not, and no, I love it. I, I, I love it. I'm, love not, love I'm it. just thinking about. But the margarita is like known five? in countries a lot around the world it's mm. big in i've been to italy it's big there obviously yeah. it's big in north america yeah. it's, you know it's pretty big here you know it's people know love a margarita um it is a cocktail it's not like a rum and coke or like it's not a, a it's not a mixture it's, it's not, not a mixed not, drink no. it's an actual no. like it's a drink you know yeah. and there's different you know you can do a little lime mm. or you can do this mm. or sweet and sour mix mm. or salt on the rim and lime on the rim you know there's it's a it's a, an actual cocktail yeah um, okay, I'll give, I'll give you that. So, you know, by those definitions, I mean, the other ones would be like, you know, somebody threw at me Cuba Libra, and I'm like, well, that's just a rum and coke with a lime. That's sort of, yeah. that's not cool enough for me, you I'm know? An, I'm a Negroni. Negroni, great I'm one. Negroni. I agree, but I, I would say... It's a cocktail. It's a great cocktail, mm. and I love it, mm. but I would say worldwide popularity, Margarita's you're going to you're gonna struggle in places like... Uh, oh. What was that? We're having some technical difficulties. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. uh, So what do we do? We can edit that out. So anyway. Margarita is amazing because? Uh, Mojito is another great one. I love I probably love mojitos more than I love a margarita. Yes. But I just don't have the opportunity to make them that much, especially in these parts with the lime situation, Mm. which is improving. Yes. Uh, I know a guy who's growing limes. He's actually having a lime festival, and he's calling it (laughs) Rhythm and Limes. (laughs) Uh, but it's just like in his backyard. I've got a little lime tree. Um, so, wh- I mean, what else you mentioned? Uh, Negroni. Negroni. But again, I'm talking like. So what? Are, uh, ma- you know. Yeah. Worldwide, the, global. So what? What is it? So the fact that it is that, that you believe the margarita is is at top of the tree. I think it's a great. Wise. I think it's a great cocktail, and I also think it's mass appeal. Yes. So it kind of has to be. Right there is number one. I mean, unless yeah. you can think, I, I don't know. I'm up for you, so. So this. So you're challenging me to come up with a, a, a and our, to hear and our audience as well to say and what and an argue and to think? come up with an argument. But my argument okay. for the margarita mm. is it's a true cocktail. It's wildly popular yes. all over the world. Yeah, and and it is very good. So and this is a poll. We want people to email yes. us and give us their votes yes. on. Whether they are with you on the margarita or whether they believe yeah. that it belongs to and something this else, is, we'll probably end up on the Insta or whatever mm. to it. You put it in the comments and tell us what you why you think the best. Uh, what can be to Rita? What know? can be to Rita? Um, okay, I just came out with that now. How, how cool is that? that you know, you're a wasted <laughs> talent, Dan. You should be an. I should be coming up with brands. Oh wait, I do. Um, so yeah. Okay, I like it. It's a good challenge. Okay, I'm. I think the Negroni is up there. But I, again, love to drink it, but you know how many Negronis are poured in Iowa? You know where they're probably making some margaritas in Iowa. You know how many are Negronis are poured in like Invercargill? You know what I mean? Sorry to speak more of your. You know, yeah. but I bet you there's some people like, oh, I'm making a margarita. It's a warm day out. You know what mm, I mean? Mm. So it's there's, more of the every man's I bet you I'm missing something big. I'm probably missing a big, you know, somebody will just go oh, gin and tonic, and I'm well, like, not a, but it's it not cocktail? really a cocktail. It's no, just it's a, a drink. It's a just a mixed dr- mixed mm. drink or something. Mm. Okay. So I like it. I like a challenge. I like um, I like the fact that we are asking the audience to give us to put us in our place. Yeah. Are we right? Are we wrong? Is there something we're missing? Bring it. Yeah. And we'll be right back. Hey everybody, Decibel Wines is the newest tasting room in the best block of Hastings City on the East Block where it's all happening. We're right in the heart of the action with uh, you know the distillers and the common room and a bunch of great restaurants and other uh, great shops in the, as our neighbors in the area. There's something for everyone in our shop though with 18 wines available under the Decibel Junta and Testify collections. We're treating podcast listeners to a 15% discount. That's pretty That's pretty good. On our website, with the code PODCAST15 at checkout, head to decibelwines.com and use the promo code PODCAST15. I believe that's all caps. 
you know, I moved to New Zealand all alone in 2008 and started making these wines in 2009. I moved here with a dream and literally just a few bucks in my pocket. Uh, it all started with a very small amount of Decibel Malbec, Sauvignon Blanc, and of course Pinot Noir from Martinborough. I make all these wines, buying fruit from so many great growers around Hawke's Bay and Martinborough. Um, so please come visit us uh, when you're in Hawke's Bay. I'm usually in the shop hanging around. Uh, if I'm not there, there's some other great people helping out and know the story and know about all the wines. Or just visit decibelwines.com and use promo code PODCAST15 at checkout for 15% off. Cheers. And on with the show. Do you want well, to taste something? Do you want to taste yeah, some yeah. wine? Because yeah. I bought something. I just did think of another one, but oh, which yeah. I would take an argument for, and that's the old fashioned. But that's a true cocktail. But yeah, that's a true cocktail and um, pretty classy. It is. I think classier than the mm. margarita. Mm. For sure, classier, no <laughs> doubt. I mean, there's some downright trash drinking margarita right this second somewhere in the world. Somewhere you know in the world, mean? you know. Yeah. There's a there's a hill. But most of the guys drinking and, and girls drinking old fashions are like they're thinking about what's that show with the uh, uh, the Ad Men Mad Men Mad Men. It's <laughs> glad I was able to think of that so fast. Mad Men Ad Men. Okay, yes, let's yes. taste something. Wine. Now this is a different kind of wine. This mm. is a dessert. A sticky. Wine. A sticky. I feel like stickies were a lot bigger when I first moved to New Zealand 15 years ago. And they, As in bigger, more popular. Yeah, yeah. It was like a lot. Mm. Of, it was a lot more available, and mm. it was more made, and there was like part of the meal more. And yeah, I think maybe because um, people, I, th- I think it was popular, more popular because people really. Um, like winemakers really wanted it to be popular. You mm. know what I mean? Like there was a lot a lot of different styles made. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, they were kind of advertised. Um, Do you think it's because like... This just, I just don't think the new, the new drinkers mm. know enough about it. They're not told enough about this amazing style to, um, to actually... I just find that I don't really uh, get amongst it unless it's like somebody's opening a Sauternes or something. Yeah, and I think also people call it dessert wine, which I just did, which I'm guilty of, when in fact you can appreciate the style at any time. This could be an aperitivo. You know, that's the thing. It could be a great aperitif. It could be a breakfast wine as it is right now. Yeah, it just gets your taste buds amping. So this is the uh, Man of War. Hollystone 2019 from Waiheke Island. Great it's producer. A, um, yeah, so it's a noble uh, Pinot Gris. Okay. Which arguably, you don't see that often. Arguably the greatest cellar door in the world. Manawar is exceptionally cool, isn't it? So if you ever come to New Zealand, if you're not, a, or even if you're a New Zealander and you haven't been to Waiheke Island and you haven't been to Manawar Vineyards, the cellar door that they have, you have got to go. It is so pretty. It's a trek to the other side of the island, but it's worth the it trek. It is worth it. So um, Pinot Gris. Mm, I can noble, taste the grizzle. So a little bit of um, botrytis infection there and I love it because it's kind of got this sort of toffee nashi note on the nose like it's super fresh is that non-vintage oh it's a 19 2019 Mm. so it's young it's sweet but it's got great acidity like it's really fresh and it just kind of perks up even the most flaccid of taste buds Okay, you know like if you're feeling a little bit in have a little mouthful of this and delicious delicious it just puts you in a good mood and absolutely I think, and people go like that. when they see the small bottles a lot of consumers go oh you know it's um it's sweet wine it's going to be really high in alcohol and oh i better not you know go near it but the opposite is true mm. you know with wines like this because you know more natural sugar has been left in the wine hasn't been fermented out low alcohol so this one is 10 yeah. percent yeah. right and that's like literally all you need in the glass, you know, less than an inch. And that's all you need to drink, really. That's all you too, need to drink. You know, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what I would. Yeah, I would do that with like an aperitivo, a little mm. fruit or something. A bit of blue cheese. Blue cheese. Yeah. yeah. yeah cheese yeah. and one of those cheese and fruit platter things. Do you know, like, even if I had a. Um, prosciutto. Prosciutto, something really salty mm-hmm. um, or something kind of caramelly. And a. Be a, um, mm. I mean, I hope you've been to the dentist recently because this is kind of tooth screamingly <laughs> sweet, isn't it? <laughs> they, uh, the the winemaking on it's really mm. cool too because they're 
the numbers don't make any sense. Like the acid, sugar, yeah. VA is really high on these usually, but mm. you kind of, they're completely different. But it is a, a good way to like kind of learn about wine a little different way too. It's just so lovely. Mm. And it's a um, beautiful style, $29.00. A bottle, That's so it's good. not cheap, but it's not you know suck the air and through your teeth, horrifically expensive, mm. and you're only having a tiny bit at a time. So when your guests arrive, like you could buy that, your guests could arrive for your dinner party, give everyone a little splishy splash of it, mm. um, just to kind of get the palate, you know, yeah, perked totally. up, and then you could go back to it at yeah. you know Later. cheese board time or whatever. Yeah, dessert time. So that's I'm in. Um, I like that's it. my wine. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. It. Um, so. Got any music? Have I, I have. Have you been? I have a. Uh, I have like a, a, a real music thing. But speaking of uh, cleansing your palate, I think I have a treat for a Aaron here, um, but also for you. Okay. Uh, my father's in town now, and we were. He's like a rock historian kind of dude. You know, he was. We had a little event on Sunday. He was talking to the musicians for a while. He's, he knows all these you know stuff from the sixties and seventies. So he's Decibel Dan's dad. Yeah, him and his brother particularly are the big music influences. I mean, my mom's side are like into music, love the Beatles and all that too, but they're like the real, okay. you know, they're pulling out, you know, different names. They know all about the British invasion and the U.S. and all this, but I forget how we got on the subject, but we were talking about like uh, some bands who had like a bunch of good few albums and then they kind of yeah. tried to go in a different direction. It didn't work. Okay. Right? Now, so what have they, what have they chosen? What is this? So uh, you need to pull it up for <laughs> I me. I need to pull it up. Okay. okay. So right, right, right. Uh, uh, definitely the YouTube. Oh, the it's YouTube. Okay. Yeah, go to the YouTube because you got to see the video for okay. people who aren't on the videos. All right. Um, what am I typing? He said something about. He goes, "Oh, well, it's still not as bad as uh, Crazy Horses by the Osmonds." And okay, so do you guys do? Do you know about this, Aaron? So Aaron's the Osmonds are the Osmonds have been. All right, go to that. Uh, don't put it on quite yet. Just okay, let me okay, give okay, a little okay, introduction. Okay. Yeah, okay. Or just hit. Uh, yeah, let it play. Maybe let it play silent. for the to get just the ads. Yeah, yeah. Mute the ad. But uh, <laughs> so the Osmonds. I mean, they haven't gone away since the early seventies. They're still like Donnie Osmond and I forget his sister's name. The they're, they're they're like still in Vegas. I believe she's got like infomercials and she's Weight Watchers. Like yeah, she's yeah, just yeah. always she's been around. She's just been around forever. And so at one point, I don't know what happened with <laughs> the Osmonds decided like, you know, they were kind of like sweet saccharine sort they of, were. you know, very like, wholesome, very family, so kid friendly. I think they got a wind of like hard rock was going to happen. I don't know the exact okay. year, but I think this is play? like 75. Yeah, go ahead. So okay. this is what they thought like heavy metal or hard rock is going to, and they were going to go in this direction. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is a real thing. <laughs> this is complete insanity, by the way. There's a Crazy horses. I'm looking at it through my fingers. It's so bad. Because they're also still in their little out Osmond outfits. Like the whole band is dressed. Oh. Oh yeah, they're switching around vocals. Yeah. He's got some kind of leather trappy. Yeah. It's tight. Here you go, watch this. You can't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real performance on television. They thought it's like kind of, there's a little bit of deep purple. In yeah, yeah, that's so what I mean. They were doing all that. Yeah, that, yeah. that music was around then. And like it, in the uh, strut. And then uh, it was quickly abandoned, and they went back to being the Osmonds. Oh, that's a move. Oh, there's some great moves if you want to check this out on YouTube. Daniel, you've outdone yourself with this. Sorry, one. it's a jam, isn't it? It's a jam. Uh, okay, the Osmonds, Crazy Horses. Yeah. Re reacquaint yourself with that one, kids. Uh, I like it. it. It's great. It it's, is. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, okay. it's a lunatic. It's, it's lunacy. Really. It is lunacy. I don't know. I need to find. I must. I've forgotten where my Spotify thing. So is. you had some some real music. <laughs> 
I have listened to a lot of other good music, but that one I just couldn't let it pass up. So I thought no, it. I was like, I'm pretty sure it. nobody in New Zealand knows this exists. I love it. Um, I'm just trying to where the internet's on a little bit of a go slow. Um, yeah, Spotify doesn't like any kind of slowish internet. The whole thing just crashes. Yeah. We've, um, the okay, the dip. All right, so... Have you heard of the dip? Yeah, I have heard of the dip. Yeah, the dip are great. Um, so, but I haven't heard them. In a, yeah, yeah seven-piece R and B kind of blues, retro, soul, rock. They're from Seattle, right? Um, and they've released this new record called "Sticking with It," and I love this track. It's called "Paddle to the Stars." It's just a good old. You've played another soul band recently. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Well, this is a good old kind of um, sing-along the- car trip kind of thing. Come on, let's go. Oh, yeah. let's see if I can definitely retro and it's kind of a bit raw around the edges which I like got that jangly guitar nice yeah sometimes I find it kind of hard to tell you this is like good driving music so let me it's just like makes me smile I'm smiling sing along in the car Yeah, I like it. Because you had that, what was it, Three Sacred Souls? That was yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So a little bit similar to The Sacred Souls, but this You're is the dip. Yeah, Paddle to nice. the Stars. It's kind of nice. Yeah, the dip. T-H-E space D-I-P. Very nice. Yeah, so there That's we go. Good, good new music. That's it. So, so yeah. in the time that uh, I haven't minutes. seen you, uh, we lost Jeff Beck, right? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, we did yeah. lose Jeff Beck. One of the greats. And... Uh, I would say I was listening. This is. Do you want really, to bring up a Jeff Beck track? Uh, yeah, sure. The um, I was listening because I thought, what do you? He just put out. He's always he was so prolific. He was just putting out music all the time. He always had the greatest players along with him. I thought he was so unique. He was always one of my favorite yeah. guitar players. But he put out an album with Johnny oh. Depp like last year. Yes, and, he did. And they were like, I think they were going to tour on it or did tour on it a bit. So do I search they, for Jeff Beck, Johnny Depp? Yeah, just put Jeff Beck in. It'll be his most recent release. It's a great album. There's a lot of instrumentals on it too, but Johnny Depp's voice is not bad. Like usually when Johnny Depp mm-hmm. I saw was in a band, it was almost cosplay to me. Like he was... <laughs> Acting, Keith Richards or something. Yeah, he was trying yeah, to yeah, act, yeah. but this one he just seems okay. to be mellowed a little bit, and he's actually singing. But isolation go, or ooh, ooh, baby? No, or? I would go to yeah, that's a great one. But I would go to they do a great. Um, he does this uh, Beach Boys cover uh, that just would completely melt your heart, and it is. What's it called? It is. Hold on, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. It is. Hold the line, caller. Yeah. Oh, the album is 18, right? Because I think it I want to say it was like a lot of songs are out when he was 18 yeah. years old. Um, it is Caroline No, which is the, um, and it's not even like the biggest hit on the song or anything, but just right. gives you a little appreciation that this guy just passed away, but he is um, what, and for Aaron, I mean, amazing Sonic, you know. <laughs> Kind of nice and fat, beautiful, isn't it? Mm. Okay, the sound in the background that you just heard, listeners, was was the, Jeff um, Beck saying was hello. The floor fan exploding <laughs> off camera. There are bits of plastic flying around the room right now. Wow, shrapnel. That was that was it Jeff was literally shredding for us. That was Jeff Beck shredding for us. But I liked it. I like the Caroline note. It's very pretty. Yeah, just very nice, fat, cuddly tune. Delicious. Hmm. That was crazy. That was crazy. You didn't. You couldn't see that, but it was. It was. Yeah, nuts. So, speaking of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of nuts, we're on our um, yenar. Got any little okay. yenars? Um, I think I crazy have. horses could have been a year now. Crazy <laughs> horses by the Osmonds definitely a year now. Um, so no secret that New Zealanders um, mm-hmm. we crave approval and validation from the rest of the world, and mm. we absolutely froth 
at the bung when famous people endorse anything New Zealandy. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Oh yeah, it'll be yeah, like headlines on the news. Totally. Yeah. So um, yeah, so when when people but. On the opposite side, when famous people diss us for any reason, we take it really personally. We take Mm. it really hard. Like uh, back in 2015, when Ed Sheeran was touring here, um, he made a comment along the lines of, um, you know, everything is better in New Zealand except the chocolate. Ooh, I would disagree with that. uh, Well, that went down like a cup of cold sick, I can tell you, because we actually make exceptional chocolate, don't we? I agree, yeah. We totally do. So, you know, he's back touring New Zealand right now at the moment, and um, our most famous chocolate brand, Whitaker's, made a a special block of chocolate just for Ed. They've called it a limited Ed. Edition, uh, if you wow. will. Um, and they presented it to him during um, for his Wellington concert last week. And he tried it and he loved it and he forgave us and it made the national news. Of course it did. Mm. Well, not only that, Whitaker's is like the tr- most trusted brand in New Zealand, the I believe. Most like it's always voted because they've been around a long time. They do what they say. They're always very um, transparent about their ingredients. Mm. And, they and make, the chocolate is Yeah, great. they make great quality stuff. And but, something um, for everybody. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. My favorite chocolate, though, my favorite Whitaker's chocolate, they don't make anymore. And Which it's one a was crime, that? the macadamia chocolate. Oh, that was good. Yeah. So good. I just go dark. I go dark with almond. Yeah, still not as good as yeah. the macadamia chocolate. I don't know why they... Probably because they don't grow enough of them here or something. Macadamia? Sources were tough to get from mm. Hawaii or wherever they grow macadamias. I miss them. Sorry. Have you got a yenna? Um, are, we, are we good with that? I think we're good. I'm gonna, okay. I want to get people to email about the cocktail to yndpodcasts at gmail.com or leave a comment in the... Well, we should have the... By the time this goes up, we'll have the YouTubes... Mm. strongly going uh and, and we're on the insta we're on the insta and the spotty the spotty is strong the stitcher is strong the amazon strong i didn't do the there's something apparently something you can do where you can have um alexa tied in and i was like mm, i'm gonna that seems creepy to me yeah so, so you they can, can like f- recognize yeah. our voices and be like play the i don't, I don't know i so. don't know but essentially, you can find the Y&D podcast everywhere you get good podcasts and also where the average ones are too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot out there. So, um, nice to see you again. And until next time. Yeah, two advice, weeks. I'll, I'll be uh, – we'll, be... might do something. We'll, we'll look into that. Yeah, you'll be overseas. From, might do something from overseas. We'll see how we go. Yeah. No, that's all right. Keep it playing. That's fine. We can talk over <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll, we'll might check in from the U.S. on that Riverside app or whatever that we do. Happy travels. Thank Safe you. Travels. Cheers. Salute. Salute. Breakfast one. Delish. Mm. <laughs> this podcast is hand-picked, whole bunch pressed, wild fermented, and produced unfined and unfiltered by Daniel Brennan and Aaron Cash at the New Song Studio.